The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. Today, E, we have key construction in the house. Yes, we do. <laughs> we have the Dave Wells here today. How's it going, sir? It's going great. Yeah. I know you have a lot. Of, we have a lot of folks come through here. I think I can say he's my friend. Uh, he's your yeah. friend. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask this question. <laughs> Is that true? Aren't you truly a friend of Don's? And you're going to admit this on air. Would I be like in a real small group? A very, if I very small group. <laughs> <laughs> okay, move on, please. Don's hard to not be a friend. Of. Okay, all well, right. Well, I'm glad you have a friend. <laughs> See, welcome to my world. Well, so tell us who you are, Dave, and what you do. <laughs> like. Who I am, what I do. Yeah, what you do. What are you? I see your so key construction. You know, well, what do you do? Yeah. What's your title there? What What's going on? At Key Construction, I'm president, founder from ooh, back in 78 with my brother. Very nice. And which was a long time ago before Ebony was even a part of this great <laughs> world. Mm, no, he said yeah. the 70s. Oh, you weren't born in the 70s? You see what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, let's, let's. <laughs> okay. okay, back to key construction. Yeah. <laughs> many, many years ago, back in the 70s, we were going to K-State. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's a whole other story because that was one of three colleges I attended. Oh, one of three. When the you get best. kicked out, then you go to another, oh, and then you I go see. to another, and then you, you go to another. You got kicked out of K-State. You. Yes. <laughs> No, Ken and I always knew we were going to do something mm -hmm. because I was unemployable. I'd no. just get fired all the time. So we knew we had to do something on our own. Mm. And it was actually really funny. We were just, again, sitting around the student union thinking, what are we going to do? You know, we're not going to go to work here. We're not going to go to work there. We got to do something. And that summer, my uncle said, why don't you start a construction company and why don't you do remodels and things like that. Now, he had an ulterior motive because he was a realtor and he needed somebody ah. that he could refer people on these houses. So September 9th of 1978, we started and started buying and reselling and fixing up houses. We didn't know. I mean, we knew the basic stuff, right, right. but we really had no skill. Uh -huh. I still don't. Dad would always say, you're a, 
<laughs> the old adage fits me perfectly. You're a jack of all trades and a master in uh-huh. it. Wow. wow. So, That's a cool story. So you were just sitting in the student union. It was like, what are we going to do? <laughs> and here you are. And here we and are. And somebody referred, asked you to start a business to build a house and you've never built a house before anyway. remodel 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 we've okay. never done anything never like done but you besides never done. what you have to do around your house when your parents say hey go fix that you know wow rake the yard do this do that we did know how to work hard which is very important but and you uh, figured out for, the rest for everybody that doesn't remember the 70s the late 70s and the early 80s were not a good time interest rate wise some of the houses we were buying, that we bought a couple of them paying 19% interest. Yep. The highest we ever paid, which is kind of neat now, is 21% interest. Oh my gosh. And now what's interest? It's going up, but it was below three. Yeah. Uh, tw- that's like, kind of wow. neat, 21%. Yeah. But now if you had a savings account, then you were doing well because you just 21%. <laughs> But it didn't work that way. It didn't work that way. All I know is theory. (laughs) (laughs) So you started on the residential side. But now you guys are commercial, right? You do commercial construction. So in 78, September 9th of 1978, we bought our first house. I'm pretty sure it was 241 North Charles over by Fringe University. Wow. In 1980, we were broke. And we were going broke because we were paying such high interest. We just were too stupid to know it. Mm-hmm. Wow. So in 1980, thought we got to do something to bring some money in. So because we were tired of putting everything on our credit cards, which we did. Mm. So I went out and started talking to people about doing work because we were only going to do our own stuff. But so I'd go out and I'd sell a basement remodel, or I remember we installed a garage door, and we do all kinds of things like that. And in 1980, I met a guy named Willard Garvey. Mm. Actually, I didn't meet Willard. I met a guy that worked for him, Irvin Dahl, who was early on mentor of mine, but he wasn't where I got my entrepreneurial brain. But Irvin would help me with stuff. And we started doing work at Park Lane. Biggest job to date back then in 80 was $187,000 remodel. We were the first... We did one of the first jobs to change Park Lane Shopping Center from just retail to office. Wow. Okay. And I can't remember the name of the office. I think it might have been, wasn't the driver's license bureau, but it was something like that. And from then, we decided, well, commercial's where it's at. Mm, that's now, how, that's still, how you got into it. The history is, it took us 10 years to dig out of the giant hole that we'd created by paying 21% interest, mm. among other things. And we just learned how to do things, going to our good friends at Star Lumber and saying, hey, I need to do this work. How do I do it? So we were sponges for any kind of information we could get. Mm -hmm. And listening to tapes, reading books, listening to Dale Carnegie, going to the Dale Carnegie class, everything we could do to try to learn different things. Mm -hmm. I love that story. That's so, that is neat. (laughs) And, you know, a lot of people would have been, you know, put off by that. You know, they'd be like, man, we're in a deep hole. Let's just quit. Mm-hmm. Let's just count it, you know, as a loss. But you didn't. Yeah, we never, we were never raised to be quitters. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, just like college. I mentioned college. I went to K-State for a year and a half. Basically, 
there's this thing called academic <laughs> probation. Yeah. So after you do that for a little bit, you get a letter and it says, don't come back. Mm. So then I went to Kansas Newman for a semester. Well, they real quick figured out you <laughs> don't need to go somewhere else. Then I end up going to WSU and mostly finishing up at night. Okay. And the reason I bring that up is if I was a quitter, I would have just quit. Mm -hmm. right. But I didn't. I decided I'm going to take all those classes that I failed or got a D in, and I'm going to get an A in them. And I did mm -hmm. all yes. at night while I was working. So awesome. just because I wasn't going to quit. Mm -hmm. That's been a big deal for wow. me just through life, all the things I've done. Climb all the 14,000 peaks, mm -hmm. foot peaks in Colorado because I decided to do it, and I did it. Yeah. Whoa. Do this because I decided to do it, and I'm going to do it. So Once your mind is made that's up, helped. that's that's yeah. yeah, I love that. So, you know, everyone knows the name Key Construction. Like, you, you just know it. But you don't only serve Kansas. You serve, like, nationwide, right? Yes. Which I got to throw in there that, we work all across the country. We've been in 38, 39, 40 states. I don't even know anymore, mm -hmm. but it all comes back here. We have an office in Tulsa that my younger brother, Phil, runs. We have an office in DFW that my son, Stephen, runs. But Wichita's home. Wichita's the corporate office. Wichita, we also, out of Wichita, have a national account group. We have five different divisions. Hmm. Wichita does Wichita and surrounding area and our national account group, which coast to coast, hospitality, schools, we build everything for, for different customers. Our goal is to find customers that have repeat work. Mm. Now, okay. it's not like we're not going to do a one-off <laughs> one job, done, right? yeah. but our success has been largely based on repeat work and repeat clients. In Wichita, we've been working for some of the same people for 35, 36 years. Which means you must do a pretty good job, right? <laughs> That's what it all boils down to is you got to do a, the, the best. And this is an old deal, but the, your, your best sales is the last job you did. Mm -hmm. If you keep consistently doing good jobs for people and getting them done on time and getting them done <clears throat> under their budget, you're going to get repeat work. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. So you, you know, here you've uh, done a few airports. Is that true? <laughs> the Wichita Airport? Yeah. You betcha. Was that you? That was us. Yeah. We it, had a great partner in Wallbridge. We had a joint venture with Wallbridge out of Detroit and Key Construction. That's great awesome. job. I'm so proud of that. As yeah. are we. I mean, that is the pride and joy of the city right now. That's just amazing to have. It's them. hard not to like the Wichita Airport, yeah. especially if you travel and you go to the bigger airports. Correct. Where, and I don't know why, but they give you 15 minutes between flights, and it takes you 20 minutes to run. There. Exactly. Wichita is so easy. It's so customer-friendly. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that. Excellent. Let's, let's talk about your entrepreneurial story. I, I know we got Keith Construction, and— if you could share other projects that we may know about, but we don't know that you got your fingerprint on it for what you're comfortable sharing. Uh, what else are you involved in entrepreneurial wise? In well, Wichita? when we started the business back in 78 and then switched to, well, we were doing residential because we had 50 some properties. 
it took us a long time to, like I say, get out of that hole. Mm-hmm. We started doing commercial work. We also started a, a property management company, Century Property Management, right. which as far as I know is still in existence today. We sold it to some of our employees years ago, Wow! which I love to <laughs> see that funny story. So entrepreneurs, you don't really maybe check all the boxes you should. So we thought Century Property Management, God, it'd be cool just to call that CPM. Well, you can't do that. And we got a letter saying so because that's certified property management. But we had it on our signs for a while. (laughs) Nice. Like I said, we sold that. We incorporated Key in, I think, 1987, which this is kind of a funny story. If you look that up, we incorporated in a... The address we listed was 17-something University because it was a house we were buying and we needed an address. What we would do back in the day, we'd buy a house, move into it, fix it up while we were there, and then sell it and move on or lease it out. Well, that house, I never ended up closing on, but that's the address that incorporated incorporated (laughs) under 1715 or something University. Oh, my. Too funny. So you got key construction. What else do you got that you can the other that folks would know? The other part of that would just be the other divisions of key. Okay. Like I say, we have five divisions, Wichita and surrounding area, okay. our national account group out of Wichita. Okay. We have an office in Tulsa, which serves the Tulsa and surrounding in Oklahoma. And uh-huh. Oklahoma. We have an office in DFW that serves DFW and we have a mission critical division out of our Texas office. Wow. Wow. And both the national accounts and the mission critical has taken us coast to coast. Excellent. So uh, what kind of culture does it you, have you created or have your team created over that key that makes people want to come work or make people want to stay? I'd say all the good things about a family culture and not the bad things you think, oh, it's just all family. Yeah, I just mentioned that four of us with the last name of Wells run different divisions, but Mm -hmm. it's really not a, there's no nepotism at key, as funny as that is. Mm -hmm. Um, So a family culture, we care about our employees. We try to celebrate, I mean, all my friends and associates are either clients or employees just because that's what I do. Wow. The other thing, we ju- we try to take care of them. We try to be, you know, involved in their lives and in their families. And if they need time off, we have unlimited vacation at Key. I like that. Because you can't, you know. Never mind. Shut up, Don. If, <laughs> if you need to take your son or daughter to a dentist appointment and your wife or husband can't do it, you mm-hmm. do it. Big deal, you know. We're, we're not into strict eight to five or any yeah. of that. Now we expect 24 seven right. and you just take off when you take off. Mm-hmm. And the measure of that is you get your job done. Boom. If you get your job done, we don't care if you take off as much as you need to take off to do it. Now we COVID started this whole work from home deal. Mm-hmm. That really doesn't work for us because our culture is the the older, more seasoned people are training the younger, newer people. We always bring interns in. We're just one big wide open office. Mm-hmm. And we like the interaction, although it's 
kind of hard to get used to if you if you need to take a personal call or talk right sternly to somebody you go in one of the many conference rooms but we're just a big open office because of the interaction of all the people that's okay. interesting excellent it's one, worked really well for us one quick question where did the name key come from mm -hmm. why not <laughs> wells construction i don't get it well we didn't want to be wells brothers construction or ken and dave construction although when we came up with the name we had all those on the list Okay. We wanted to be something bigger than us. Okay. I've just never been a proponent of, I mean, it's Evergy. It's not Sherman Energy. <laughs> so. Thank goodness. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So we were actually sitting around the table with mom and dad and coming up with all these names. And mom said, why don't you call it Key? Hmm. We're like, uh. She goes, the key to your construction needs, the key to your remodeling needs, ah, the key to your building needs. Mom. We said, done. That's it. That's it. It's key. The other thing is it's short and it's easy and it's easy to recognize. Yeah. Excellent. It's not some big, long, drawn out. And I could name a few. I'm like, why would you do that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. Key. Key. I like it. Thanks for sharing that. So you, you mentioned interns and an open office, how would one get, um, you know, started in your business? Like, do you, I, it sounds like you do a lot of mentorship and do, can you get started in your business in high school? What, how does this, what's the pipeline look like? I'd have to preface that by saying we're a, we're not a large self-performing contractor. We're a construction manager. That being said, the easiest way would be get a construction degree, mm -hmm. K-State, Pitt State, great schools. WSU doesn't unfortunately have a construction program. Get a degree and then intern with us and decide if you want to go in the field as a superintendent or assistant super field engineer, or if you want to be in the office as a project manager or assistant project manager, or of course, IT or, or marketing or mm -hmm. business development, any of that. But the other way we do have, actually, my youngest son is a carpenter who just, he started as a carpenter and now he's a field engineer for us working on one of our projects in hmm. Houston. Okay. So many different ways to get in to the industry. Um, the easiest way science. to get in at Key would be be a hard worker, have ethics, do what you say you're going to do. Mm. Show up on time. Show up. Don't necessarily leave when you can leave. Stay and be the last guy out the door mm -hmm. because you should. Yeah. Just take care of everything. Yeah, nice. I like that. That's that's important. So, Wichita, you've you've opened up all in all of these other places. Why'd you stay in Wichita? What makes Wichita so unique? That's a really interesting question because I think a lot about what if I would have moved? What if I would have started in DFW? Mm -hmm. Such a bigger market. And if I would have done the same things, if I would have developed the relationships, we'd probably be a billion dollar company. But Wichita is home. Wichita is hard to beat because it, it's so friendly. It's so Midwestern. It's so, we've worked like I say, coast to coast. Mm -hmm. There's a big difference in people that do business out there. And it's, you can't beat the hometown values and 
yeah. of Wichita. Yeah. We love to travel, but it's great to come home. Yes. I mean, yeah. same thing you always hear. If you're from Wichita, you're like, oh, this is great. Now, what happens is a lot of kids go to school and they think, want to go anywhere but Wichita. So they'll go work for a big firm mm -hmm. on one of the coasts. And when they get married, a lot of times to a Wichita or Kansas girl or guy, but we're mostly male. Mm -hmm. So you got to excuse me for that. But they say, this is great out here. We've started our life together. Now let's go home and yeah. raise kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they come back here for the values and and I love that. I think it's important for you to get a different worldview and perspective and okay. see how things are done elsewhere and then come back here and bring, you know, uh, some of the things that you've learned to help us innovate if if need, but to be able to live that quality uh, life here yeah. in Kansas. I think that's important. Thanks for sharing that. Well, friends, it's that time in our program where we need to hear from our sponsors. So we're going to hear and have a word there and then we'll come back to hear from Mr. Dave Wells. Seeing the world of energy differently means looking forward and innovating now. It's why we've invested in a next-gen infrastructure, one capable of providing energy to you more dependably than anything before it, so you can focus on what matters most. Reliable, sustainable, affordable energy that puts you first. That's everything to us. Evergy, the utility company. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. We need your input to continue to improve the business environment in Kansas and to ensure the success of our members. See wichitachamber.org for more information. To provide us input about this podcast series, send an email to communications at wichitachamber.org with your questions, comments, and suggestions for the business leaders we should feature and important topics we should address. Welcome back, friends. We're here with Dave Wells at Key Construction, and we're just hearing a little bit about his story and how they've started this amazing business, which, you know, you'd be surprised driving up and down the street how many things that they've touched and had their hands on. It's just amazing. It really is. And you should be proud. I am. It was really cool a few years ago. We're going to do it again. We rented a bus and packed, I think it held 56 people on there and did a tour of everything not near everything, but just of the things that we'd built in Wichita. That is big. It is it a party bus? Uh, just a big, yeah, travel bus, whatever they call them, and drove around. And it was really fun for me because we'd drive by, and sometimes I wouldn't even remember that we did that. <laughs> That's so awesome. So all the more senior people, my brother and I and some of the others would say, oh, yeah, we did that. Oh, yeah, we yeah. did that. We did that. You we should do that, that again. We're going to. It was really cool. And this time, make We're it gonna... be a party bus. I want music. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to invite me. Yeah. It was coming back. <laughs> okay. And oh just make sure God. I have a seat. <laughs> I want to be perfectly honest. It had a cooler of beer on it. Okay. Perfect. I'll be there. We ended up back at the office for a party. Yes, so. I like that. So just keep us on the short list. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and, and so, you know, talking about all the things that you've built, I'm I'm curious. I just came back from a conference, you know, as an economic developer. We talk about speed to market. And a lot of um, the site consultants continue to say that is the biggest thing, having assets on hand and infrastructure to the place. What is your thoughts about having spec buildings? Is that something that Wichita needs to do more of? Absolutely. I think it's 
critical if Wichita wants to grow, if Wichita doesn't want to get outpaced by everybody else. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we've had a little bit of history on that, yeah. on mm-hmm. not having a space, a big enough space available so they go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I think it's great. And I think it's great that the city participates yeah. in the, I think they do a tax abate. I've mm-hmm. never done it. That's mm-hmm. just not my deal. But I think it's great that the city helps promote that. Yeah. Because again, the people that are doing it, unlike some of the people would say, there's a big risk in that. And they're putting their money, their their name and their money yeah. to do that. It, mm-hmm. It's not free. They're not, it's not a guaranteed thing. They're taking a big risk to help Wichita. Mm-hmm. And I like the way you say that because, you know, a lot of people don't even, they're just like, well, why aren't we doing this? Well, it takes money, right? <laughs> and there is a risk with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate you saying that. People hear about, you know, we've got this vocal minority of naysayers and all they hear about is a small piece. Mm-hmm. Oh, this person got an incentive for $500,000. What they never say is he also spent $15 million exactly. of his own money exactly. doing it. Mm-hmm. And you can borrow that. Well, when you borrow that money, it's still your money. It's still your And money. it always takes 25%. So do the quick math on that. Equity. So he's putting millions of dollars in, signing millions of dollars on a mm-hmm. bank loan, mm-hmm. and getting a little stipend from the city or county or whoever to make right. it happen. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, capital investment is so important. And, it is. and I think that, you know, we that's one of the things that um, I love for us to to see and, and kind of promote the investment because it takes investment in order for um, our city to grow and for people to stay and for us to be great. So uh, I always like to continue to encourage that. Excellent. You would know, E, the employees of Key Construction. Talk to us about them. How are they different? Why are they so great? Well, our tagline is great employees equal exceptional results. Mm. Whoa, okay. You've got to have great people equal exceptional results. You can't you you can't be a great business unless you have great people. Yeah, that's true. One thing I learned a long time ago is I am a jack of all trades and a master of none. I don't know how to do anything. I don't need to. I know how to bring people together mm-hmm. that have the skills to do that. That's why we get along. <laughs> <laughs> I would concur with that. Because <laughs> a lot of people ask me, well, you want to surround how many your... amps is this? I don't know. Yeah. But I can get you the answer. And you know what I learned? You don't need to know it. Yeah. Exactly. If you you gotta get rid of your ego, because that stops a lot of people from ever doing anything great. But Surround yourself with people that know and figure out have enough people skills to get the right people in the right seats of the bus, and you can really do anything. Exactly. And then take a ton of risk. Yeah. And not be afraid to lose because you're Mm going to lose. Correct. Failure is probably the best success. I didn't know we had that much in common. I know we hang hang with each other, but I didn't know we were that aligned. Is that a good thing? Uh, I mean, I think it is. is. (laughs) But he just mentioned something, you know, failure. Uh, Speak a little bit more on that. Because it's important to to go through those failures, right? I sure think so. Like I said, it took us 10 years of digging out of a hole because we failed before. Mm -hmm. We just never admitted we failed. And we were never going to fail. Eventually, we were going to work our way out of that. Mm. And we did. Yeah. We were buying houses 
<laughs> we bought a house for $27,000. We put 10000 in it. And then the early recession happened. The recession before the recession before the recession. We ended up trading that house for a mobile home. That we sold for five thousand dollars. Oh my god! Actually, to an ex-classmate of mine. Wow. So yeah, you talk about failure. We've we've mastered failure. (laughs) I'm glad you mentioned that because my next question, um, with all the residential booms going, especially lately, have you ever thought about getting back in residential, or you a strict commercial cat? Oh no. Well. I'm very, very much into residential personally. I'm invested in a lot of different residential projects. Key does a ton of residential work. Okay. We're building a fourth phase of a probably a $60 million residential HUD project down in Tulsa right now. Oh, wow. Okay. We, we did Colorado Derby. We did Douglas for yeah, okay. John McWilliams. We've done a bunch of, we got, more residential projects coming up. Residential is, a, in my opinion, a great investment also. Okay. The Andover project we're doing has 186 luxury apartments in it. Mm. Wow, wow. And that's under development now, and that's going to be my next uh, question about development. And I didn't know you was doing all that. Well, yeah, that's... Yeah, I didn't know you was doing all yeah. that residential. I mean, people think a key, they don't think a residential. Well, like a house, single-family dwelling. You know, you don't do those, do you? Like <laughs> every time I'd say no, well yeah, now well, we're now. <laughs> now we're involved. Let me back up a little bit. So years ago, my brother and my partner Rick McCafferty and I started Summit Holdings, which is our resi- is our investment arm. Okay. Because you don't want to put that in the construction. Right. You want to keep that as clean and out of that because of the surety and all that. They don't like to see a bunch of risky investments. So we started another arm called Summit Holdings. Gotcha. Um, and that's what we've done with, you know, all the different developments we're doing. Gotcha. And then mm, maybe five years ago, I started doing some stuff personally. Okay. Like the Andover project, a project in Riverside, which is 40 patio homes. Key did the infrastructure. Uh, Mike Strelo is building all the houses. Okay. Well, let's start with those developments. I mean, this this is what I like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, and I think I drove by the Riverside one. Is that north of uh, Botanica? Uh, yeah, north of Sims. North of it's, Sims, right. Okay. What, it was built that? as the Booth Hospital, and then it was the, I think it was the Women's Crisis Center, and then it was the Children's something. Okay. So it's had a history, history. of... So there's 40 patio homes going on there? Uh-huh. Okay. And then we got um, Heritage. The Heritage in Andover. What's that about? It's 500 stalls of parking, 186 units. It's high-end apartments. It's got two really cool amenity decks. The whole development is 100 acres. Wow. Perfection Homes is building on 50 acres on the north side. They're building, I think, 190 um, for sale houses. Okay. And then Jerry Jones and Mike Lease and Lance Beal are developing the other 50 acres in commercial. And then there's a bunch more investors, myself included, doing the Heritage Project, which is four and a half acres on that site. 
Wow. And we'll probably be involved in more of them. Excellent. So part of our story is all about relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting how much how many things come around. Mike Lease was a periodontist. Mike, I hope that's right. <laughs> Lease Moxley. And 30 years ago, we did an addition on their clinic. 30 years later, I'm building a project with him. With him. Isn't wow. that amazing? That's that's Burke, too cool. Gosh, 38 years ago, mm-hmm. I don't even remember what it was we did with him. And now I'm a partner with him. He's my best friend. He did all the 14ers with me in Colorado. And he's involved in the heritage, too. Jerry Jones came to town 25 years ago. Right. Actually, remember the Wise Partnership for Growth? Yep. Oh my I God. think Jerry was... <laughs> Doing that, <laughs> and now he's developing. He did all the new market square for the Slauson family, right. which fortunately Key got to do a bunch of that. Now we're doing the heritage with him. Wow! That's and you awesome. did a uh, the old USD building. Uh, yeah, the Colorado course. Derby. Oh yeah, Colorado yeah. Derby, which is now the Water Street Lofts. Oh, they've changed names. Yeah, hundred and six apartments. Water Street Lofts. Okay, I didn't know. First and Water. Oh yeah, it's called it's the Colorado Derby, but it's called but the name of it is. It's now it's the Water, Water Street, Street Lofts. Lofts. It still okay. says Colorado Derby because that's, that's what, what it was built okay, at. Okay, gotcha. Okay, Water Street back Lofts. in 1961. Wow, you, your fingerprints are all over this city. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you've been around as long as I have, it, you're. I hear you. Hard to not have it's, Moran. It's a beautiful thing. We, <laughs> it tru- is. we truly appreciate you. Yeah, that's the investment that I was talking about. Yeah. That right there. Thank you for making us a better community. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So we've talked about all of this, but th- so, and we kind of know that you are one of those persons who, you know, it's okay to fail, but what scares you? Is there anything that scares you? What scares me? Jumping out of an airplane. Well, <laughs> perfectly good one. Swimming two miles. Two miles? Oof. I can swim a lap, but I'm not a great swimmer. <laughs> what scares me is things I can't control and things I'm not good at. Mm. Okay. And I'm never going to jump out of a plane unless I have to. Right. Um, I'm never going to bungee jump again because I did that once. So you've just done to it. Prove you tried that it. I, oh, and I'll never do it again. Okay. Just things that I can't, just like I could swim two miles. Would I like it? No. Could I? Yes. But things that I can't control or things that I'm not good at, or that's what scares me. What about in the business realm? Um, you daredevil? You know, I'm a risk taker, which is why we've been successful. Mm-hmm. Now I'm feeding the construction machine with development stuff. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Um, what scares me in the industry is the lack of people. Mm. the lack of qualified people because the great resignation, that's not helping. There's too much intercompany, well, you know, people poaching. I'll pay you more, so then you leave, and then they pay you more, and this and that. We're just not developing our workforce. There's just not as many of them out there. And that's interesting because, you know, we used to always see that in the uh, food and beverage industry, sure. But now we're seeing it in all across industries, mm-hmm. which is, it's, it's interesting. Very it's, much so. 
I feel for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But but you'll overcome as you always do. So as we are talk about to wrap up, um, you know, so what does it look like for secession? Will there be a next generation? Absolutely. What one thing I'm really proud of is all of our long term employees. We have twenty six. At the end of this month, we'll have twenty six people that have been there over twenty years. Wow. We've got five, six that have been there over 30 years. So they know, know we, the business. They, wow. some of them are going to be future owners. Pretty soon everybody's going to be a future owner because we're going to do an ESOP. Oh, oh man. Because wow. one thing I have always, one. Are you hiring? Probably. <laughs> can you take part timers? Can you, can yeah. <laughs> I've always loved the ability to provide opportunity. Mm. That's been a big deal for me to have these people come to us young. I watch their watch them get married usually, mm-hmm. watch their kids be born, watch their kids graduate and they're mm-hmm. still there. I just love the fact that through the company we've been able to provide yeah. lives for people. And again, we're all interconnected. We do a lot of different employee functions. We do a lot of different, there's different groups that love to do things together. So it's just really rewarding for me. Yeah, that's rich. Well, thank you for sharing that. Got one more question. Um, Give us your take on supply chain today Mm. and in the future. You got the answer. So you're the the grand Material or people or both? All of it. (laughs) Like we said earlier, the... The people supply chain is is getting very, very tight for a lot of different reasons. The the material supply chain is unbelievable, unprecedented. It's never in my 40-some years of doing this been anywhere near this. It used to be just the, the price that things were two or three times or four times as much to purchase, but now you just can't get them. Right, mm-hmm. right. We've got in our mission-critical division— we have $30 million of backlog, which backlog is when you sign a contract, it's that's if it's a year-long contract, you have that backlog mm-hmm. until you finish that. Mm-hmm. The reason it's so high right now is you can't get the equipment. You can't get the electric gear. You can't get the generators. You can't get the crack units or the crawl units that you need to do these projects. So... Yeah, we signed a contract. We've signed $30 million worth of contracts, but that equipment won't be here for 44, 53, 58, almost 60 months on some of the specialty stuff. Wow. That's crazy. So but like- it's, like that, it's like that for everything. The project we're doing in Tulsa, we couldn't get the actual receptacles that they specified. So the project's done. But until we get the receptacles, we can't finish the punch out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's when unbelievable. It, when, crystal ball. When <laughs> will it correct itself or get better? It'll get better. It's never going to get back how it was. Wow. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think a lot of it is artificial also. I think. Help me understand artificial. I think prices are going up because they can. They can, yeah. Boom, okay. 
unfortunately. I concur with that. And I think a lot of it is going it, to, it's going to get better. It's going to have to, be, and we haven't. Knock on wood, whatever. We've been fortunate. So far, it hasn't caused us to lose any work. Okay. It's raised the price a lot, and it's extended the projects a lot, but nothing has gone away. But I think it's getting ready, to. I think the whole construction market and industry is going to start really pulling back because, you know, you can rent an apartment for 1200 bucks, but if it costs you 400000 a key to do it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people are going to quit doing it until the prices come back down. One last question on that. Is this a, do you think the United States can fix this or it's going to have to be a global fix? Well, so much of the cause is not just the U.S. It's global. You know, you can read all the articles you want about they make this in Russia, and then right. they send it here, then they right. send it here, then they send it here. Ukraine does this, then here and here. So it's it's a global problem. It's a U.S. can fix a lot of it by doing things different and bringing other things back online that before we couldn't do. But it's definitely going to take a global effort to mm-hmm. fix it. Wow. Interesting. Anything else on Eddie? I know that's all up in your. Uh, no, I think I, I think you did with the amount of time that we have. I think you did a wonderful job, you know, <laughs> going into that. So thank you. Excellent. Okay, um, we're going to do some word association. So I give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. You ready? He's looking at me like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Like he wanted to talk to me off mic for on for something. You reason. say bourbon, I say coke. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just like that. Just like that. Excellent. Success. Risk taker. College. I can get in trouble on that if I don't say the right one. Be truthful about it. One word. Well, it can be two in this case. God, that's a tough one. Keeping in mind this may go on the air or something. Yeah. Give me another. Okay. Uh, Some people have said maybe. Some no, people nobody's been saying on K-State. <laughs> <laughs> Entrepreneur. That's a definite risk taker. Okay. Hero? I'd say my father. Fun. This could be. Work. Okay. Family? Atmosphere. The chamber. This chamber. This chamber. I know you got several. (laughs) So let's do Wichita chamber here. Well, how am I supposed to say that in a word? Two words. Appreciated. Okay. Vacation. Work. You just work, work, work. <laughs> well, when you love what you do and your work is fun and you enjoy people, what's so better than that? you're on vacation every day. My wife hates it because yeah, I, I don't want to go on know. an extended vacation because I miss this. Oh, wow. I get up every day. I can't wait to get in there. That's awesome. I that go to cool. a lot of times I'm the last to leave because 
I just love I what love I do. Yeah. I love the people. I love the business. I love the subs. I love everything. I try to love Evergy. You try. But you can't. <laughs> but John, you, you know. But you I, can't I get why. a transformer for two uh, months. Oh my yeah. God. I mean, that's true. It is a few months behind. We already went over supply chain. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> Wichita. <laughs> Home. Failure. Success leads to success. Okay. We'll go back to leader. I don't know why I'm having such trouble with that one, but I just can't pick one word for it. <laughs> no problem. Uh, last but not least, you got to tell the truth on this one. I have a problem. I don't think you'll have an issue with it. Beverage. Beverage? Yeah. He's a bourbon guy. The scotch guy. No. 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 Tequila. 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 Oh, okay. Wow. I thought he was going to go with Louie. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, my man. Man, thank you for coming in. This has Thanks been... for thinking of me. Oh, key construction. Yeah, it's been fun. Again, thank you. It's a pleasure. Well, friends, we've come to the end of this segment. Please make certain that you like it and share it. Make certain that you leave us a note and let us know who you want to hear from next. Until next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.